0: News Talk's Executive Chair.
1: Thanks to Skillnet Ireland. Driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.
0: I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Paul McCann. He's the CEO of Ergo Limited. Paul, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Now, you're an interesting man. All all started back in Walkinstown a few years ago. Educated at Trinity, at Queen's. Uh, An MBA later, I think, in UCD, would that be right? That's right, yeah. So what about your early days?
1: Uh, What did you want to do or what were your ambitions after you Uh, left school? um, I think uh, when I was a small, when I was small, I wanted to be a soccer player. Um, And uh, sometimes I still think I'd I'd love to be a (laughs) soccer player. Someone's going to call me up any day. well, I suppose the one thing I didn't want to do was accountancy. I was kind of sure I wasn't wasn't going to do accountancy. I was going to go into other aspects of business. But um, and then you went and did, and did accountancy. Well, as you know, Bobby, back in ninety early nineties, Ireland was very different, wasn't it? It, in terms, was, in terms it certainly was. Yeah. It
0: certainly was. And so, so did you work? <laughs> did you ever work part
1: time jobs or anything when you were uh, when you were at college? I did, yeah, yeah. I did various things. I worked for Coke uh, for you? a few years, yeah, merchandising all over Dublin. I really enjoyed that. You learn a lot about sales and marketing with them. Um, customers, customers, service, keeping keeping yeah. the store managers happy, yeah, all of that. And then I bought a I bought a crepery in Blackrock Market. Then, uh, so yeah, I ran that for a few years. So, so. Uh, was that was that actually your full time job, or were no, you still was, in college? I, I was. It was probably my last year in college. And I kept it for my first year in KPMG after I graduated. So, Amazing. Because, yeah. Yeah. like, you know, and
0: I know that the, the back-breaking work and the hard slog that something like that is, you have to be there for every working hour. There's a lot of hauling, dragging, opening, closing. It's its not like it would have given you a
1: good insight, I'd suggest, into hard work, <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah, well, I, I, I used to call myself, I was like Apu from The Simpsons. I was literally working... <laughs> 24 hours a day. Um, I, I the, the one thing I learned about food, and you'd know more about this than I would, There, there is money in food, but it's really hard-earned. Yeah. It's really hard-earned. And the thing about food as well is, and you know, they say it, it's a bit of a cliche,
0: <laughs> you're only as good as your last meal, but you literally Maybe, are yeah. working yeah. from meal to meal.
1: Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A hard, it's a hard graft. It's a hard, yeah. I respect everybody in the foods and <laughs> catering industry. So off to KPMG um, again. Did the how, how did you find the early days of the corporate world? Uh, I, I, well, I, I love KPMG back then. It was great. Um, I met my wife there, and it's. I always think your your training contract. You know, if you're becoming a chartered account, it's like it's like an extension of college. Yeah. For a few years, you know, and kind of getting you ready for. And, and would a lot of them. your
0: college mates and that have been your coworkers in, yeah, yeah. in
1: those early days because you were all
0: on the whatever the graduate yeah. program that 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 uh, that again is the accountants yeah. the traditional
1: route. Yeah, and we still all meet up. Yeah, the people you started with, you, you know, we still all meet meet up for drinks and dinner, and yeah, you have a bond, don't you? Your first job.
0: Yeah. So what's also really interesting about you is then, you know, you went to Grand Thornton. Um between ninety nine and twenty one if my maths are right, that's twenty-two odd years yep. there. Yep. Um and did a whole lot of different roles within that. So that was a big business, it still is a big business. Mm-hmm. Uh But director from advisory service, partner head of advisory services, the managing partner, which is, uh, I think you did a five-year term at that.
1: Six years, yeah.
0: And then you took on an international role. So within that same business, you probably change your job every four or five years. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about what that organization and what your time there was like, because it's a big part of your
1: career. Yeah. Look, I I love my time there. Um, And... When I talk about Grand Thornton, I still say we, yeah. even though I'm gone a, a, a few years. I probably always will say we. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's all encompassing, you know. If, uh, partnership it's a it's a it has its pros and cons. But one of the pros is you get very close to your partners and their families, and so I had a brilliant time, and we really grew the practice. You know, yeah, you know, um, you know
0: the big four we hear about them and they're, they're big machines and again you know you mentioned it there about they are partnerships and partnerships you know they can bring challenges where you know where, where different partners have different needs or different mm. wants or different desires even. How do you keep all the partners on the same page? You know, when you're trying to grow the business, you're trying to look at maybe some partners retiring. You're trying to give young people coming up through the through the organisation a crack at becoming a partner. Balancing all those plates. Tell tell us a little yeah, bit about that. It's,
1: it's yeah. I mean, it, I think as when you're a managing partner, definitely a big part of your job is persuading everyone to gently go in this direction together and. It's it's a, a truism that you know the older partners think they really built the practice and the younger partners think they're driving all the all the profits. <laughs> yeah. So there's always that tension between the younger and older uh, partners. And it's it's look it's tricky. I think if you have good structures, we had good structures, you build consensus, a lot of lot of lot of consensus building, and you get there. You get yeah. there.
0: But, it's, it but is, it's tough. It's it's. it's it's, I suppose there is compromise, there is
1: politics, there's all those yeah. things that one would expect. Yeah, but, but you've got to respect, try and respect everyone's position and try and balance it and be fair about it. And I think, yeah. I think we did a good job, but I think we did a good job at that.
0: Now, interesting enough, I suppose, after twenty-two years at at Grant Thornton, probably rather unusually, maybe uh, you left uh, the security of the said partnership, and you took up a position with Permanent TSB as the CFO. Mm. Was th- that?
1: I'd say a few people didn't see that coming. Yeah, I probably didn't see it coming <laughs> myself. Um, yeah, I suppose when you, st- partnerships are funny because you, you kind of, you have your, your uh, if uh, if you're a managing partner, you, you can't stay in that role, right? Yeah. You have it for a period of time. It's a transitional role. But, yeah, and so I stepped, so i I've done my time, I was 47, right? So it's still got a, a you know, big part of my career left. Um, yeah, and I was looking for something new and... Uh, an opportunity came up in, in permanent TSB and I went in there as CFO and it's a really, really interesting time in banking. We're going from five pillar banks to three. And I think it was a real opportunity for PTSB and they got a really good management team there and I was part of that and I really, really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I really I really wish that bank well, you know. And did you find that almost refreshing to end up in a in a totally almost different
0: business with a different role, different responsibilities, mm. a new challenge that probably, you know, did challenge you on the basis that you'd been 22 years somewhere
1: else. Yeah, I mean, it, the 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 finance function of a bank is interesting, right? Because it's intellectually challenging, professionally. There's, every time you, you, you pull one lever, or something else moves. You know, if you sell your MPLs, your income goes down. There's all sorts of um, balancing acts, there's regu- dealing with the regulators, yeah. regulatory capital. There's dealing with all of, of your investors. It was it was it was interesting and it's challenging and it, and it was uh, it was great. It was great.
0: Now we better talk about Ergo. Uh, you've been uh, uh, in in the CEO there since uh, 2021. Again, COVID and all that. Interesting business. We know John Party fairly well on this program. So tell us for for our listeners that don't know Ergo, what exactly it is that you do and what it is you're going to do.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, Ergo is an IT services, uh, company. So just think of it as, you know, anything really that your IT department need, um, we can help you with, um, from cloud and infrastructure to laptops, to digital transformation. So we'd have lots and lots of different practices. The business was started by John Purdy, uh, in his, uh, garage 30 years ago. And, uh, I advised John, I, I advised John in a corporate finance deal in 2007 and we, we, we connected and we stayed in touch, you know, so. So you would have known the
0: business uh, by way of being an advisor to it in yeah. the early, which always makes things easier. Yeah. It is interesting you know, that a business that John started as a, a manufacturer of printer components that there was all these twists along the way that you know now make a lot of sense because really you it kind of does tell you you never know where you're really going to end up
1: yeah yeah i mean i think what i would always say about the it uh, market is it it's probably moves at two or three times the pace as the consulting market it's really really fast-paced yeah and it's very really really competitive really enjoyable because it's so competitive and because it's so fast-paced but um, but yeah, you know, if, if you think about where we start and where we are now it's it's yeah it's a big difference
0: and then I suppose finally, then in terms of the net you've bought two companies last year, uh, ace Tech and BYX, mm-hmm. cloud infrastructure and custom software respectively mm-hmm. is that the
1: next growth phase is it going to be largely by acquisition yeah I think I think um we're we're now a big Irish business I think the plans now are will be overseas um which will be a mix of complementing our existing U.S. business and probably with an acquisition. Um, we're not going to buy any companies this year. We bought two last year. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough, so, yeah, that's enough for, um, for the time being. So the focus now is just getting the synergies, getting the, the, the benefits this year, betting down, and then really maybe looking to grow overseas next year. That's the, that's the plan.
0: All right, Paul. Well, listen, uh, great to meet you. Great to talk to you. A fascinating career. Uh, Thanks for outlining it for us and we're wishing you every success at Argo and and, uh, no doubt you will be successful.